Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. This is the show where we teach you how to vacuum your house well. My name is Summer Yeager. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, sometimes people ask me what my show's about. They're like, oh, you have a podcast, what's your show about? And I'm like, what do I tell you? I don't even know what, what to say. And depending on who they are, you're like, you don't want to You know. don't want to know. <laughs> You really don't want to know. You don't want to know what my show's about. <laughs> it's not about anything for you. Oh, you're about to find out you don't like me or what I believe in. It's okay. Oh, my optometrist, though, every year and a half when I go, because mm-hmm. my eyes get worse and worse, yeah. we have the same conversation where he's like, I forget his face. He forgets my face. Uh-huh. He's like, what do you do? I have a podcast. And he's like oh, I think we talked about this. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what's it about again? Well, at least it's memorable. <laughs> we do this every 18 months. <laughs> and then he tells me the same story about his podcast because he's a doctor, which again, you guys, not my field. I know it's surprising. But um, he listens to like he doctor podcasts. He has an podcasts. optometrist podcast? There's like medical podcasts that he's super I'm sorry, into. but I cannot. <laughs> no, you totally listen to. No, the- no, 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 no. I was going to say, I really hope they're is some clever um like mix of the words podiatrist and podcast out there <laughs> there's got to be there has because that's be. just too perfect it's too perfect for all you podiatrists out there that's a missed opportunity if, if it you're doesn't not exist. podcasting about your feet problems but just the pod pod yeah it's just too perfect yeah it's a setup yeah somebody spike it yeah. please if bless, it's not already being done bless his heart though he's so nerdy and excited about his medical podcast every time and he's he thinks it's so cool that i have a podcast and i'm like bro you don't understand <laughs> i don't say that i'm just like mm. and then i read e-x-y-o <laughs> oh it's blurry <laughs> and then we move on one is better <laughs> two right one two one i'm really <laughs> bad at that actually and it really stresses me out um the thing that stresses me out is the puff of air oh the puff of air is the worst <laughs> because i'm sorry what other time is a grown adult <laughs> are you gonna have to sit in front of a box and be like oh oh my gosh it's coming when is it gonna come i know when is it gonna come and then it's like <laughs> and you like <laughs> fly out of your chair every time you're like i'm an adult why do i have to do this i always just say one two three boop poof (laughs) like why why do i have to sit there and go and like why is it like randomized i was just waving at georgia because she's waving at me like Uh, i'm pretty sure it's timed differently for every person it's horrible and i hate that moment where you for sure jump and oh, yeah. you can't not right. jump like yeah. it's a reaction well, that no, you're, you're sitting not... there and you're going i'm not afraid of this i'm it's not fine. afraid I'm it's fine. a puff I'm, fine. I'm not gonna jump and then you jump it is the worst <laughs> so yeah i look forward to that i mean there's some podi- podiatrists some optometrists out there that's like <laughs> if we didn't do the puff yeah. then this and this and... you guys don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i've been trying to tell you guys that we're not doctors for a long time and i guess you just haven't been believing me but right we're not doctors we're not secretly having the 
I don't even remember how I got here. My name's Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy and baby Jojo. Of course, she's waving at me. It's really cute. Um, yeah, that was my. She's really cute in general. She's just really cute in general, and I really. That's just kind of like. Oh, she's a little grumpy though too, but she's still cute when she's grumpy. Babies, that's um, how they are. And she doesn't think she's hungry until she is, and then she still doesn't think she is. That's like being pregnant. That's and then how she's I tired. Feel. Have I become a baby because I have a baby? <laughs> You're absorbing some of her babiness I'm right now. I'm permanently tired, but I'm fighting sleep. And yeah. if it was up to Georgia, she would never sleep. Just randomly spitting up. <laughs> like it's all just. Oh, you are a baby. <laughs> Very bad. My beautiful co-host, Summer, the baby, with the baby. The... No, not multiple. Well. Some of them are not okay. in your womb. Phew. I just wanted to be clear because yeah, my, this is not a, like a, Phew. we're not announcing triplets or anything. Or twins. Yeah. There's just one in there. Hi, Jojo. <laughs> uh, she's just really been smiling at me today and it's very distracting and adorable. <laughs> and I love it. And she smiles at me and I'm like, She's what? become very social since the last time so you, social. you saw her. Yes. She still has a mohawk though. I'll yep. have you guys know. The way her hair naturally grows is punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> like no, she it is. Just it is. Has a punk rock hair style and that's all there is to it. Yeah. And she's a bit of a contrarian. So I think that's something I'll yeah. probably have to deal with for. Oh, yeah. Forever. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yep. Mine are getting older and boy. Which one is your contrarian? Mm, it depends on the day. Oh, they're all they're taking shifts it depends on the day <laughs> i really think it's going to be clementine because she's like me uh-huh um she's a little like fight the system yeah she doesn't like the system she doesn't care about your system that was me i kicked something on my oh, chair okay. that weird noise right there yeah <laughs> um so yeah i think i'm, I'm going to be dealing with that and i already you know i've been telling you guys how i'm like getting this weird perspective on time and yeah. your kids getting older definitely does that to you. But anyway, so it's my turn. Yes, it is. It's my turn to, to share a conspiracy. Talk about a conspiracy. Yes. And you're like, this one's going to be a little bit of a different yeah. format from our last conspiracy episode. From any, yeah. From any of our funny story episodes. This is a funny story. Here's Summer, breaking the format, <laughs> fighting the system. I can't help but fight the man. I'm always bringing Even the man Even when down. I'm the man. Even when Joy is the man, I'm still fighting the man. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to talk about the conspiracy that is out there that you and I believe in a form, secretly believe, very underhandedly teach a form of works righteousness and typically i would never take an episode to address right such tomfoolery but right. but i think after some conversations i've had recently i think it might be really helpful and i hope encouraging to the people listening so why is it so important well it's important because you and i are protestants that means that we have a view of salvation and um, God's sovereignty 
that is different from, say, a Roman Catholic. Um, And we believe this is a gospel issue. And so um, Joy and I uh, both subscribe to the 1689 London Baptist Confession of Faith. So if you read that, if you're unfamiliar with that, if you have no idea what that is, you can find it on the internet.com. And it is a pretty succinct explanation of what we believe. Um, The 1689 is a little different from the Westminster Confession of Faith, but both of them are very, both of them say almost the same thing um, in the areas of discussion that we have today. And most of the people who are responsible for this conspiracy subscribe to the Westminster, so that's what I'm going to be referencing. Um, Oh, okay. Just because in the area I think that's important, um, they actually almost are word for word. So in some places, the 1689 and the Westminster, which was written in 1646, do say the same things. Um, Why is this important? Why would I take the time to do this? Well, I want to talk about this because I think that um, the place that we're in right now is that... Do you think... I'll just ask you what your opinion on this is. She's smiling at me. It's so distracting. Do I think uh, salvation is based off of works? (laughs) Is that what you were going to ask? That wasn't it. No. (laughs) That wasn't my question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Do you think that the church today, uh, the, the just modern evangelical American church context that we're in, Um, do you think that we probably talk, it talks a lot about obedience to God's law? Is that something that's being talked about a lot? No, I would say no. No. Okay. Um, and if it is, it's already like obedience is always in the context of your own Mm. like feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of people. Like, if you are looking at the Bible, a lot of people are reframing or, like, rewording Mm -hmm. the scripture to kind of fit their ideal for obedience. Yeah. Like, I don't want, I don't want to think of my God as a God that demands that I do this. Right. So I need to find a teacher Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, sort of, like, bases obedience off of like what is popular or mm-hmm. might just kind of let me do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, so even in the case when it is discussed, right. I'd say it's pr- largely not being done right. properly. I listened to this. It was super interesting. Um, you know, as you know, I had a long drive in and mm-hmm. um, I went to in iTunes, see like iTunes has like, different charts um and so i clicked on the christian and gospel section and they have a playlist of like you know what's being played on christian radio today which i don't listen to christian radio so i don't know but i was like okay let's see what this is about and it was so interesting because i'm listening to it and it was like this is not there was almost nothing in that entire playlist that I would identify as like, okay, this, I'm the same religion as this. Right. Like it was just so, it was just so feelings and about God chasing you. And it was just really like, you are so, you're such a catch. Like God chose you for himself. 
and it was just <laughs> it was so odd and um you know so one thing that you and i do all the time is we talk about we talk about obedience we talk about god's law we talk about how there's a standard that we are supposed to be living by and a lot of times the response that we get to that is oh well you guys are preaching works righteousness and so there's clearly a confusion here between what one must do to be saved which doesn't include any work of our own it's right. only the work um, of jesus christ that secures right. your salvation there's a difference between that discussion and then what must you do once you are saved right yeah um so everyone is super ready to read to you um ephesians 2 8 and 9 and they're super ready to talk to you about uh about that and that's that's good um ephesians 2 8 and 9 is a great also the word of god it's also the word of god <laughs> and i'm not against it and if someone <laughs> as a good um reformed baptist if someone asked me how one is saved um i would have no problem quoting ephesians 2 8 and 9 and if you're not familiar with that it says, for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of work so that no one may boast. So it's super important that we affirm what the Bible says about how one is saved. Right. Um, but it's also su super important that you read things in context because the next verse, verse 10, you should just keep reading because it's really great, <laughs> says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them right so so we believe that we don't believe that your the good works lead to any kind of salvation salvation no you can't earn your salvation it's very clear um that this salvation is only through the work of god that it is a gift of god and you can't there's no boasting that you can do but <laughs> there's a next verse after this. Uh -huh. And of course, this isn't the only verse that talks about um, the good work that we are required to do. Um, but it, we are explicitly told that we are created in Christ Jesus for good works. Mm -hmm. So now that you are now that you are saved, now that you have been saved by faith alone through Christ alone, um, there's good works that God has prepared for you to do. Right. And you know, it's not like you get saved and then, well, that's just it. Now everything, like, you're good. It's like, well, yeah, you're good. You're saved. Like, right. that's it. You can't lose your right. salvation. But you also can't continue to live the same way right. that you did before. You have to, you have to, like, be revealing what's inside of you. Right. So, like, what's coming out of you right. is, like... And the fruits of the spirit are very important. That's right. They're very important right. indicators. Well, right. and, and not even, it's not even about it being an indicator. You don't have, you don't demonstrate the fruits of the spirit so that other people can know you're saved. You demonstrate right. them because you're a changed new person. And you're going to naturally as a new man with the Holy spirit, you're going right. to be producing fruit. Right. And so I think a lot of time when people, um, people can be easily deceived about our position because they hear us talking about obedience. They hear us talking about God's law in terms of here's what you must be do. Here's what you must do to be saved. But you and I aren't talking to unbelievers. Mostly right. we're yeah. talking to believers. Yeah. We're talking to people who are saved. That's our audience. We don't, 
that's something that's like a weird like little technical tip like you will learn when you have a podcast that you can't make episodes for people that aren't your audience right like right. i would love it if more and more feminists listened but technically like we know right that's not our audience like right so we can't make episodes just for those people we make episodes right. for people who listen and that's generally Art. women generally believers oh honey hi baby hi i'm pretty sure her teeth are is she teething just killing it yeah she looks like she's really going after that passy yeah um yeah just so you guys know she doesn't ever she's never sucked on a pacifier she just she just chews it. on it really intensely yeah. and it's really cute um, so the uh, I have for us here a lot of times um, the people that we the Christians that we come into opposition with on this topic they don't really want to be labeled they want to just say you know we're just confessional we're just being confessional or whatever so I want to read to you um, chapter 19 section 5 of the Westminster Con Confession of Faith which again is pretty much exactly what's in the 1689 Um it says, the moral law does forever bind us all, as well as, as well justified persons as others, to the obedience thereof, and that not only in regard of the matter contained in it, but also in respect of the authority of God the Creator who gave it. Neither does Christ in the gospel any way dissolve, <laughs> but much strengthen this obligation. So, um... It is super important that we have a view of God's law that Jesus did. Oh my gosh, Georgia. <laughs> she, her gurgle is so cute. <laughs> I can't handle it. What? So for those of you who don't have babies, <laughs> the sound I want you to hear is the sound. This is the sound of a baby who's so tired. Yes. And doesn't want to sleep. <laughs> they can't funk their... But they're giving themselves this last little burst yeah. of energy. So that she's gonna fight it. Them. Yeah. yeah. So she's gonna fight this for a couple more seconds, and then she's going to pass out because she's so tired. And I've done this a couple times, and Joy's heard this a lot. So now we can recognize it. So for you first-time moms or soon-to-be moms, just know <laughs> that this is super common and it's okay and everything is going to be okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> and it's just a part of your life now. It will be okay. It yes. will be okay. In the moment, it, it doesn't always super feel okay. But, right. But your emotions aren't indicators of truth all the time. So. Right. <laughs> so yes. it's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, your children should be... If you believe that your feelings are always indicators of truth, your children will be the biggest slap in your face. Yeah. <laughs> except for the word of God. That's number that's so the biggest true. practical, just naturally occurring slap in the face that that's exists. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um so the Westminster goes on in the next paragraph to talk about how although true believers are not under the law as a covenant of works to be justified or condemned, yet the law is of great use to them as well as to others um, to inform them of the will of God and of their duty. So we have a duty um, to God. We have to obey God. And what I keep coming across when we are telling women this, one of the objections that we get that just makes me really sad <laughs> it makes me sad if i can if i can say that um is people will say you know you're really burdening women you're really putting a yoke upon women when you 
tell them that they must obey. Um, and there's two really <laughs> big problems with that. The first big problem with that is that Jesus specifically told us that those who love him will obey him. So if you love Jesus, you cannot claim to love Jesus and not obey him. These two things go hand in hand. Right. Um, obviously, I'm not. <laughs> do I have to say we don't believe in sinless perfectionism? Should I just? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I have to say that. Um, <laughs> I'm not advocating for a weird verb, you know, but Jesus said, this is a direct quote. If you love me, you will obey my commandments. So we have that. We also have Jesus's direct words that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Right. So if there are people out there who truly feel burdened in obeying Jesus, then you're not, it must not be the same Jesus that said that, that you're right. obeying. Right. Um, obedience to Jesus is a pleasure and knowing God is a pleasure. It is a joy to serve God. And, and so, it doesn't matter if that doesn't come easily for you. It doesn't matter. That's not how it works. <laughs> That's right. And so the, my, you can resist it and hate the disobedience and it or the obedience and it's still required. It's still required of you. Yeah. And so um, I think we can understand how we should be careful of not of of not wrongly burdening people. Of course, we don't want to be right. pharisaical. But when you're just telling people, hey, you know, read the Bible, believe it, live it. That's not works righteousness that's not a yoke that's I'm not a burden think of like the burdens i would it's a... okay so well so unfortunately when someone thinks something nefarious is going on they're likely to not believe the person that they believe <laughs> is being nefarious is being nefarious yeah but so i don't believe in workspace righteousness <laughs> mm-hmm. um and i've never said anything on this podcast to knowingly burden another woman. Sure. As a matter of fact, I've uh, many things we've said it, for the opposite reason, which is right. to encourage. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Because we understand mm-hmm. that obedience isn't always easy yeah. and to the, like sometimes it even seems impossible. Yeah. Like we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would like to think of why we do this one of the reasons we do this podcast mm-hmm. is to like provide encouragement for people. Yes. Um, I, that's, I'm just going to say that that's not enough. Right. Um, I don't really care if that's not enough for you <laughs> because I think we all need to be a little bit better yeah. about taking someone at their word. Even if, yeah, like even if you know someone, I'm not like, this is not a comparison, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but if you knew someone that was like, the sky is yellow. <laughs> what can you do beyond that? Right. Like if they're convinced of that, right. it's not up to you, random person who I don't know, to right. like call, make sure I know the sky is blue. Right. To an, like at a certain point, you're, yeah. you're right. like we, we are, you can't take care of me in that way because right. you're not, I'm not in accountability right. to you. I'm not. Well, I think certain people think of themselves as, like protectors like you know if you're going to be burdening women then i need to you know protect (laughs) i just don't like i think the the internet is full of people that just we've done episodes about like uh, ungracious assumptions and stuff but that is like a huge problem yeah the 
they they claim to a part of the cl- knowledge claim is that they understand the intention mm-hmm. um, behind this thing, right? Um, but I, but I think that when someone, I think we all need to get a little bit better about when someone says, "This is what I believe." Like, yeah. And if you can't find anything really proving contrary, yeah, you know, like if if a Mormon says, "I'm a Christian," then you have. <laughs> right, you have a reason. You to have believe, a reason to like. Well, the Mormon faith is right. not is not right. actually Christian, right. so I. Don't. But you don't get to read into every word I say and right. some, pull works based righteousness out of that somehow, right. because that's just not it's not right. there. And I'm telling you, it's not there. Right. If you don't believe me, you've never given me grace. Right. For a moment of listening to this. Right. Well, and I think too another thing we all need to be conscious of, and and something that I try to be super conscious of is our own the biases that you take into conversation. So, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, well, what you're saying is true, but you know, you could be burdening people, you know, in my experience, a lot of women are very burdened. And, but here's the thing, experience is not an argument and emotion is not an argument. So the fact that someone out there has been potentially put under bad teaching regarding obedience doesn't mean that now all teaching regarding obedience needs to be eschewed. Right. That's not the case. That's not how you, that's not how you make arguments. Right. <laughs> um, that's well, that's not, not how you get discipled. And, you know, there are people out there who had a bad experience in a church. So now do we not talk about the church? I mean, this is not, right. that's not an argument. And if you live that way, then you've already exposed your own biases. You're not actually interested in what's happening. What you're interested in is emotions and what ifs. And that's not a Christian way to speak. It's not a Christian way to look at the world. Um, Your individual fear of an issue doesn't make something an issue. It might be an issue for you, but it doesn't make it an issue for everyone else. And so I think a lot of people, they're like, well, I've seen some bad things in some places. So now they see it everywhere, even in places where it's not happening. But there's this fear that it's happening. And so they kind of take it upon themselves as to like be the protectors that don't allow this thing to happen. But like, I just want to tell you guys, Christian women, like that's not that's not your job. Like that's not something that you were called to do. Like you're not anybody's overseer. And there's something I think we've convinced ourselves that, well, we just have to go protect people from anything that I don't like. Dude, women have been doing this under the guise of, oh, I'm just trying to be helpful since the beginning of time. (laughs) Yeah, since the dawn of time. I was like, oh, no, I just... I just wanted to pray for my friend and give all the details of their entire situation (laughs) to the group of 60 women in this Bible study. Right. I just so that they could pray better. I'm just being helpful. Right. No, you're not. You're not. I just want to make sure that the less um, experienced believers aren't hearing something. You're not even being faithful. I don't want them to hear. You're not even being faithful at that point. And so, so there is a large, I guess one of the things that I want to really say to our listeners is that um, there is a group of women out there who are very contentious, very divisive, and who have just absolutely become convinced that everybody but their tight-knit group is preaching another gospel if we ever say 
I mean, if we say anything like Ephesians 2.10, um, if we say, hey, you should read your Bible. No, that's another gospel. Um, if you say you should believe in the Bible. No, that's another gospel. If you say you should live out the gospel. No, that's another gospel because all it's like a new, like weird religious fundamentalism where it's like the only thing you're allowed to say is Jesus and the gospel. <laughs> but it's like, no, you guys, there's more. Once you're saved, like what does your what is your life supposed to look well, like? Do what are you to supposed to do? Gospel? Yes. <laughs> is that like <laughs> But it's like it's Why just weird have... churches of just people like standing still. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, the pastor's like, wow, what a great service, everybody. Go ahead and go home. Great I know, job. Yeah, here it is. We're just, I'm just going to give you. We're just standing here. This is all we're doing. But actually, why are we even assembled here in a body and fellowship? Ah, that's Everyone work. go home. This is works-based. <laughs> too much work. <laughs> and I know, you know, this group is going to be like, you're misrepresenting our position it doesn't matter. You can't. You can't fight this group of people. I'm gonna the truly be a little, I'm like, in the most respectful way possible. I don't care about your position. <laughs> I really don't. Right. Um, I don't believe the things you're saying. That's right. it for me. Right. So it doesn't like, matter what you have so to say. You may come back and you say, "Well, but this and this and this." Mm-hmm. After that, I have no like. I have no desire to right. The conspiracy is gone, right? From the right. from the situation There's because no I've told you, hey, you're mistaken. It's right. as simple as that. You're mistaken. It's right. okay. I don't, you know, I don't. I'm not mad. Like you just you got right. it wrong. But if somebody at that point, like, what can I, what can I do? Like I Nothing. can't take a lie detector test, and I'm not going to. I no. don't have time. Um, no. And so, yeah, there's like a... And you shouldn't have to. And I want you to consider what it means that there are people out there who, no matter what you say, you could you could say, I affirm the doctrine of faith alone, by grace alone, through Christ alone. Say, so you're blue in the face right. and it doesn't matter. I have to say, like, there is... It sounds like there are some burdens happening. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and I feel like I, it really makes me, the word burden like really makes me think of some of our episodes we've done just on stuff that we think really, really affects women in the church. One of them being like bitterness, mm-hmm. gossip. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what I think of when I think of a burden. Yes. I, Cause I have been mm-hmm. oppressed by my sin. Yes. We all know what it feels like. Yeah. And I'm, you know, we're kind of laughing and joking right now, but there is, there is serious darkness that comes and rebellion that comes. And it like, sometimes you don't even, especially like when you're a newer Christian, you don't even realize how heavy you felt until all of a sudden you're just like, oh, you like go to this person. You're like, oh my gosh, I've been gossiping about you for however long. Yes. And then you're like, oh. Yeah. Do I feel lighter? Yeah. Like confessing my yes. sins. Yes. Do I feel lighter? Like, oh, is that a command for of obedience? Right. Like, oh, did right. I just become right. humbled? Am I like, I and that's the thing is, it's not just about, you don't, we're not just obedience to avoid the burden of sin. Right. We do, we, there is a lightness that comes with falling humbly yeah. before the Lord. Yes. And I have had women come out of these groups and and come to me in private and apologize to me because of just how much gossiping they've been engaged in right um because that's what these groups encourage that's what they do um this is how they stay alive and so my final thought is i want to speak to i spoke to several women this week 
alone who have essentially considered giving up positions, um, offers, jobs, because it, they were afraid that in some way it would associate them with these group of women who are on a crusade. Um, I have spoken to women who have left positions, left jobs, um, because essentially they were canceled um, for uh, sharing my material, sharing other ministries material that talk about um, Christian living and what it means to look like um, a Christian woman in the world today. Um, they've, they've actually tried to cancel <laughs> these people. And I think that was kind of what made it finally like, okay, I'm willing to talk about this now. Um, but the thing is, is that these women, I want to encourage you because this group that's really loud and really angry, they can't cancel you because they never hired you. They're right. not your boss. Right. And I just want to encourage you not to be cowed. Not that any of the women I spoke to this week were. That's not what I'm saying. I just want to encourage you not to be afraid um, to be faithful and to speak faithfully because you know someone's going to show up and be angry with you because, you know, you transgressed their moral law. Right. Um, and I really think the way to best fight this battle with these sour faced women is to just remain joyful. You know, don't right. joy fight with joy. Um, I fight with joy, but you guys don't get to do that <laughs> because I got her first, but also fight with like actual joy, the joy that comes from speaking faithfully, from encouraging others, from admonishing women towards godliness. There's a joy that comes in the unity that we have around what it means to be a Christian and how to live like a Christian and around the gospel that we have that has freed us unto obedience. Like we have liberty to do good works. <laughs> That's like we were bought with a price and now you get to live like you are a servant of God. And there's a lot of joy in that. And if you think that following Jesus and obeying Jesus is burdensome and it's weighing you down, I have to say you might not know Jesus because the God that we serve, he has promised that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And you don't have to carry around this fear that someone else might cancel you or be upset with you or that you might burden someone like speak faithfully and you don't have to worry about this. And I would encourage you that if you spend a lot of time online to just be really careful of the company that you keep because a lot of people can treat this like it's their job. Right. And that's really damaging to your soul. Yeah. So the conspiracy can be busted. You we, don't we have to worry about it. it. We are going to continue to talk to Christian women about Christian living. <laughs> um, and we're going to continue both of us probably for the rest of our lives to subscribe to the 1689 if you have confusion about what we believe or not. Right. Um, and that's, I don't know. I don't have anything else. It's really simple. It is really that's simple. It. And I really like when I said with the, like with the most respect, I don't care. I didn't mean that in like a, you just say with all due respect and then say whatever you want <laughs> afterwards. Like I really meant like, like if you, if you have, if like if you happen to know i hope people listening to this don't know 
what's going on. But if you do know, like, what this group sure. entails or whatever, mm-hmm. that you would, like, if you have feelings, like, real feelings of animosity or bitterness or mm-hmm. whatever, that you'd pray about that, too. Like, really just... Mm-hmm. That's right. We need, like, I don't know. Um, I... I you like to think that because you're all Christians that there's like certain types of people just don't exist in that world, but it's just not Christians are people too. It's just not the case. Yeah. And yeah. we are all are being sanctified mm-hmm. whether, I mean, whether you're a gossip or a mean girl or <laughs> they all exist in the Christian world. The point yeah. is, is that through obedience, we are purified <laughs> and we're right. not that way anymore. That's right. Um, anyway i guess that's just well and so this was framed as a conspiracy because of the topic but didn't (laughs) you say you had like a fun like little mini conspiracy it would take too long at this point but i really want to come back to it because it's also something i can't stop thinking about and it's way more fun than this (laughs) so i really think i could probably expand on it and take up a whole episode and it'd be super fun because i'm really into it have you heard of um have you heard of Theranos? No? No. Maybe? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, don't look into it. And okay. I'll tell you about it sometime because it's really well, it sounds interesting. From, it, honestly, it seems like something I've seen, but uh-huh. haven't. I'm not like associating any of their memories of it. You've definitely heard inklings of this. Okay. And um, have I listened to all the podcasts and read the books and watched the documentaries? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes I have. all right guys well i hope you're encouraged um really what i wanted to say was hey i don't believe in faith plus anything equals salvation and i hope that you guys can just be faithful out there on the internet and that's that's really it that's all i had for this week so you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 you can do that give us your thinky thoughts hit us up at patreon.com slash theologians oh yeah how's the book club the book club is going fantastically it's just fantastic um bless their hearts i was really sick this past week and so i felt bad that they were looking at my face like right after i had been ill but Mm -hmm. um the conversation was still just super encouraging and um yeah i'm really encouraged by it i would (laughs) this is not a ploy I would be a part of the book club even if I wasn't reading the book. That's how much I feel like (laughs) the the conversations I feel are that beneficial. So maybe if you want to be involved, but you legitimately are like, I am not doing it because I don't, I can't read the book. Yeah. Maybe you just could join it and still get stuff out of it. You would get the spark notes of the book. Right. And you would get like a really great I mean, discussion. we endorse reading the book. I That's endorse reading why the book. It's a book club. <laughs> yes, 100% read the book. But you know, this past week, the last 15 minutes of book club, because of questions that have been brought up in book club, we're talking about women's ministry, why we do it the way that we do it. Um, and I mean, an adult VBS. <laughs> right, basically. <laughs> um, we're talking about a whole theology of, you know, and people were sharing you know there were some we have some women's ministry leaders in there and we just ended up talking about the theology of like how we can better do this and just like really we end up having these really robust conversations that you don't even have to read the book for (laughs) so it really it's not a ploy 
the conversation is is just so much better than I I always expect it to be. Mm-hmm. And I should know by now because I've been doing this for months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going really well. So if you want to be a part of that, um, hit us up at patreon.com slash theologians. Leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. JoJo, say bye to them. Oh my gosh, one day she's going to be able to say bye. Yep. She's just going to lean in and be like, bye. It's going to be so cute. Or she's just going to lean in and be like, Africa <laughs> or say some weird word and I'm gonna be like oh yeah. that's the first time she's uh-huh. ever said that the first time Clementine was on the DL she just was like shoes off <laughs> take my shoes off <laughs> my dad was like okay <laughs> that's how intense I am about people taking their shoes off as my two-year-old couldn't her first, be her first words <laughs> she couldn't be in the room inside with her shoes on that's I have problems all right guys that's it for this week we'll see you next week yeah